Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Avoid popularity. It has many snares and no real benefit. William Penn. Today, I want to deep dive into popularity and what that means to you. Because I was sitting at dinner tonight with Cam and I looked at him and I was like, you're ridiculously good looking. You were like captain of the football team, all the things. And I looked at him and I said, were you like popular? And he's like, yeah, I think I was popular. He's like, but I wasn't like an asshole. I was like humble and like everybody knew who I was. I was really good at football, but I was really kind to everybody. I wasn't like you know, people would come up to me and be like, who are you? I wouldn't be like, who are you? Like I was too good for anybody. And as I said to him, I said, if we would have met in high school, do you think we would have dated? He's like, yeah, I I could see that. And so we just got to talking and it got me thinking about how we define popularity. And unfortunately today it's based on the number of likes, which is the beautiful feature of social media is that you can shut off the likes. You can like hide all of that. And I've honestly tried, not tried, I've honestly started doing that because I don't find my worth in likes because I don't even post like I used to anymore when I ran my own business, but it, it is sort of like an ego boost when you get a lot of likes, right? And so I got to thinking back when I was in high school and I thought I was never popular. I was ne- and it wasn't because I was ugly. It wasn't because I, you know, wasn't friendly or I, you know, was in with the wrong crowd or anything like that. It was more or less like I entered into this small town in fifth grade. And that's a like, that's a delicate time in your life. You know, like you're getting ready to go into middle school. I started my period very young, fifth grade. Yep. First year in, uh, in upstate New York. And, and so to make friends at that age, it's like, you wouldn't think it would be that hard, but it's harder. It's harder than you imagine. And so this didn't really affect me until I felt like I, I, I was playing like soccer and basketball and stuff, and I was never the first pick, right? My parents didn't run the PTO meetings. My mom wasn't a teacher at school. My dad wasn't the soccer coach. And everybody just knew everybody. Like everybody's parents worked at school. It was a small town. And there are a lot of benefits to a small town. I could do a whole podcast on that. Like I would totally raise a family in a small town. But there are also downfalls to your exposure to different cultures, different people, and just kind of reality. Like I feel like I didn't know what the world was like until I did my first traveling assignment in California after graduating with my bachelor's degree in medical imaging. I just like left and I was like, oh my gosh, there's like so much going on out here that I've never even been exposed to. Pros and cons whole nother podcast. But for today, I just want to talk about how being popular is deceptively inviting. It's like everybody wants to be included. Everybody wants to feel like they matter and like they're a part of something. And I think that's why in college, it's very um, intriguing or uh, desirable to join like a uh, sorority or fraternity to just feel like you're a part of something, right? And that's not a bad thing. It really works well for some people. Sometimes those are your lifelong friends. And I love that for you. I'm the type of person that has looked back on my life 
I, and I do it often, but I think, oh my gosh, like I'm so envious of people that are still friends with all of their high school friends and, and that they, all their kids get together now. And I thought to myself, wait a second, I didn't really have any real good high school friends. And, and the people that I did know didn't really do much. And that's not saying like negative, not down on anybody, but I evolved and grew so much into who I was because I didn't cling to the idea that I had to be popular and be with this group of people. And it changed my life. It is the reason I am so successful today at 33 years old. The reason I have this massive vision for me as a doctor. The reason I've backpacked Europe by myself and not been afraid to, you know, there's always room for new friends. There's always room for new people in your life. And if you're stuck on being popular and you're stuck behind the screen with the likes or in the same friend group from high school, it can feel very limiting because it truly is hard to get rid of people. I'm using air quotes, get rid of them as in like not let them into your life as often when they're not, when they don't feel good to you anymore. And I've had to do this and I've done podcast episodes on kind of getting rid of your friends, cleaning out the closet, cleaning out the friend closet, because you need to do it. In order to move forward in your life, you have to let go of how you're defining yourself. And so for me, popularity, I wasn't, I was never the best at soccer. I was pretty good at basketball. Um, my, my nickname in basketball was half pint and I love my coach. He was hard. He was a hard ass and we would run sprints and run sprints, but he, he allowed me space to build character. And, uh, I, you always know when coaches have their favorites and, you know, to each their own, but I just remained true to me and did what I loved. I played piano in the chorus concerts. Like I was just, I was never the first pick. And maybe that's in my mind how I've defined popularity. There's these cliques of girls from my high school that still hang out, still get together. A part of me is like, oh man, wish I, and then I, and then I quickly let go of those feelings and emotions and my rational brain steps in like, no, Shauna, that is not your, your crew. That is not your crowd. Like, look what you're doing in this life. Look at the, the, the lives you're changing. It's not your people. And so often we get stuck in what would have, could have, should have been. And I'm here to offer you a moment to believe in yourself and believe that you are right where you are supposed to be. Every trainer you've ever hired, every job you've ever had, every no you've said no to, every yes you've said yes to, it's for you. Everything is happening for you. And when I read this quote, avoid popularity, it has many snares and no real benefit, I thought, well, it depends on how you define popularity because Cam looked at me. He's like, oh, well, that was your high school experience. Well, you're super popular now. And I looked at him and I said, well, how do you define that? And he was like, well, everybody loves you. And I was like, babe, I have built these relationships with people, with strangers, because I believe that people are here to be in service of other people. And there's just genuine good in this world. And so he wanted to go, we were going to go on a vacation in Colorado. And I was like, oh, I know somebody and they have this beautiful home in the mountains. Like, let me reach out to them. And we stayed with them for free. And then we were looking into going snowboarding up in the mountains in California. And I was like, wait, I met somebody back in 2015 that owns a house up here. Like, let me reach out to them. And they're like, oh yeah, you can stay for free. And he's like, I just don't get it. You're, you're so popular. And I said, no, I've added value to people's lives. I've showed up for them in a way that maybe I didn't even know I was doing, just held a space for them to vent or picked up a couple shifts for them at work when I was a traveler or sent them a text message like, hi, I'm thinking about you when nobody else was around. I don't know, truly. 
how I was able to impact these people. But the beautiful thing is it comes full circle. I've walked up to strangers in the gym and been like, wow, you look incredible. Like, I don't know if you're training for anything or not, but like, just so you know, keep doing whatever you're doing as long as it feels good to you. Like, I'm proud of you. Don't know them, but I I said what I thought. And I think in feeling good 98% of the time, you're able to live a really, really good life. And good isn't even the word, a fabulous, incredible life where you can see the good in others, even when they don't see it in themselves. And I never found that in being popular. I've never tried to be popular. I had a couple posts that went viral when I was a competitor, like 20,000 likes, like that's viral for me, right? And I think it's because most time women aren't 4% body fat with like a 12 pack. It literally looks fake. However, I didn't change who I was. I'm still Shauna. So the interesting thing is Cam said, our roles have been reversed because he was so popular in high school and I definitely wasn't. And now he's much more introverted and quiet and that's come through other experiences in his life. But I'm very, I'm introverted. Like that's how I fill my cup up, but I'm very extroverted. Like I will say, I'll talk to anybody. I'll just be there for anybody in any way that I can. But in that transition, I haven't been seeking popularity. Maybe that's just come with the territory. I'm seeking to be successful in giving back to this world and to helping people. Realize that they don't have to do anything anybody tells them to do. Just do what you want to do. And so consider your view of success and your view of popularity as you move move forward in your life and and try not to judge yourself but maybe reflect back on your college days and your high school days i signed up to pledge in a sorority in in upstate new york and i remember i signed up and i thought huh why am i doing this and then i was like this is like you know money i don't have i was a waitress and I just got to like pay to drink with these people. Like, I don't want to pay for my friends. And I backed out of it, right? I was like, I can still party with them for free. Why would I just do that to wear a sweatshirt? And I never went through with it. So honestly, it started really early on in my life where I started making decisions for me and I didn't even know I was doing it. It was very unconscious. And now it's very conscious. So I want to offer you a space to think about what your childhood looked like, what your high school looked like, or if you had to move a lot, if nobody knew who you were. And as an adult, I wasn't trying to air quote, be somebody. I was trying to show up and change what I felt was wrong in the world, like truly live in my values and my beliefs. Because if you're constantly developing and evolving, the rest comes naturally. Understand what success and popularity mean to you and leave space for what it means for others as well. Because often we find our worth in how popular we are if we were just, if we just felt like nobody to the people who raised us or the people that were around us when we were younger. And then that's when we go do crazy things. Like Cam will tell you, he's like, I was a rebel. He's like, I was a nice guy, super humble, but I was a rebel. And I was this, I felt like an average Joe. I wasn't really a rebel. I hung out with, a, you know, some kids older than me because I had a high school boyfriend that was a couple years older than me. But for the most part, pretty lame, pretty lame in the best way possible. So as popular sounds inviting to a lot of us, it's deceptively not very inviting and ultimately can lead to a lot of loneliness because we're usually living out of our purpose and living for other people and what they want from us when we are popular. And don't get me wrong. We all like to be liked. I love being liked. 
right? Whether we're scrolling through Instagram, reading a blog, or talking to somebody in person, think about what you're telling yourself. Are you jealous of these people? Does jealousy silently creep in when you see how popular these people are? And and maybe you look at them and you're like, well, what do they have that I don't? You know, even subconsciously, we're comparing our own lives to maybe people we've never even met. And this is dangerous. The internet, conversation, social media, you need to be present with where you are in your life because what people present to you (laughs) is usually the highlight reel, right? Present, present, spelled the same way, meaning very different things. So when people look at what we present to the world, we should want them to see us, not a fake life that we've created for an audience. I'm telling you, that's exhausting. More importantly, when people look at us, they should see light, sunshine, love, grace, failures, lessons, all the things. You're wearing it all over you. Don't try to cover it up. Remember, what you present should be a reflection of what you believe and what you value. Things that are pure and lovely. And this is going to come with you finding your passion, your purpose. And so all of this led to him and I talking about popularity, but also like finding a, a niche market, a niche market, however you want to say it, in your in your career, in your hobbies. Narrowing down who are you trying to help? Who are the people you're trying to serve? We don't just work for passion and we don't just work to fulfill a mission, but we work as a way to express ourselves in the world. And that's truly like laid out for you when you're helping the people that you're meant to help. And popularity and fame and success, that actually follows. But if you're doing things for the wrong reasons and living out of your purpose and your values, it's going to crumble really, really quick. And I don't want you to live a life of isolation or loneliness or I was never popular, so I'll never be popular. Who freaking cares? Who cares? How many people do you still talk to that, you know, you used to ride their bike, your bike to their house to like go eat dinner because their mom made better food. If you do still talk to those people, I love that for you. But chances are pretty good. That person has changed a lot over the years. We're all evolving. We're all changing. And as the end of the year is here, I want you to stop trying to be popular and let in the new, right? Clean out your closet a little bit. Closet of clothes, shoes, friends, toxicity in your life, in your environment, your refrigerator. There's probably some things in there you shouldn't be eating. There's so many things that are presented to us in a way that look pretty. It's like wearing the rose-colored glasses on the first date and then keeping them on for a really long period of time to try to change somebody into being that person that you need in your life. It never works for long. So ask yourself right now, if you could never talk about it, would you still do it? I think if you can answer that question, then you are living in your purpose. You are not doing it for popularity or success or fame, but all of that is coming. It's coming. What are your driving motivations? Do you want to accomplish something because it's impressive or because you love the experience of having doing it? 
typically we do something initially for the outcome, right? Are we going to get a lot of money from it? Are we going to get a lot of, you know, pats on the back, whatever that looks like, a a reward of some kind? But maybe instead of putting that first, we think about our curiosity towards what we might learn from the process of becoming, finding who we're supposed to help, changing jobs, dating somebody different. Did you know, ladies, if you're on a birth control pill, that you're actually more likely to pick a partner that does not suit you, one that you wouldn't have chose if you were not on birth control. We are being tampered with every single day, right in front of our faces. Our minds are being made up for us. It's sad. It's confusing. It's the hidden sugar in your in your bread because sugar has like 200 different names. You're looking for like the top five words that you've heard and it's hidden in other forms. We are literally being tampered with and blindsided left and right. And popularity, seeking it, is a lonely, isolating road. And I don't want that for you. You're not meant to live alone on an island. So think about your motivations, what your why is, what where material gratification comes in, where your achievements, where do they fall in line? Like, are you just doing things for your ego to be popular, to say you did it? Because we all have a desire for achievement and power. We have it. There's need, need theories out there, right? Need for power, affiliation, achievements. But even though they're inherent with all, within all people, the way that it, they act as a driving force varies individual to individual. No two people are the same. So even though Cam was popular in high school, and he thinks I'm more popular now, our intentions are different. Our lives are different. We are different humans. And I love this for us. I also want to take a moment to say, have some conversations with your partner that sound something like this. Be curious about them. We've been together just over a year, and I'm constantly asking him different questions that come to my mind because I'm curious about what makes him who he is. What limiting beliefs does he have? Because the more valuable you become to yourself, the more valuable you become to the world, it starts with you, right? There's safety, there's security, and there's deep diving into the unknown. We can define success and define popularity however we want, right? For this episode, I actually look, looked up Webster's definition of popular, and it says, of or relating to the general public, as in what other people think of you, suitable to the majority, same, same, okay, frequently encountered or widely accepted, commonly liked or approved. Think about that word popular. And how does it apply to you? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you're just doing you. And I love that for you, boo. But if you're not popular, I also love that for you too. So I want to leave you with this. Everyone defines success differently. And it's okay if your version does involve likes. Just make sure that you're the one doing the defining. Because maybe you need to avoid popularity. It has many snares and no real benefit. I love you. You're popular to me. You're listening to me. I'm here for you. Sit back, breathe. You are right where you are supposed to be. I promise. Be kind. Give back. Drink your water. 
Eat your veggies. Smile.